Thank you for downloading this episode of the 155 Podcast, the public records interview series of all candidates in Hamilton's 2018 municipal election. For more election coverage, visit thepublicrecord.ca where you can sign up for our City Hall newsletter. Episode 48, Penny Deeth, incumbent member of the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board, running for re-election as Ward 15 Public School Trustee, recorded on September 10th, 2018. Penny Deeth, you're presently the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board Trustee for Ward 15. You are seeking re-election in the new Ward 15. Welcome to the Public Records, the 155 podcast. Thank you, and thank you for having me here. Firstly, tell us, who is Penny Deeth? So, Penny Deeth, as you mentioned, I'm, I'm running for my second term as trustee. Prior to running for trustee, I was uh, founded a community initiative called Healthy Community, Healthy Youth. I've been a resident of Flamborough for 23 years. I have three children that have gone through the school system there and married for 30 years next, next week. Why are you running? I'm running because first term really helped, uh, I think, set the, set the tone. And it was a huge learning experience, and I enjoyed every minute of it. And I think this second term is an opportunity to knuckle down and really put into place those things that we set in motion in the first term. I think coming in as a new trustee, it takes you, you know, a year, you know, possibly two to really understand the education system and then to start figuring out what needs to be changed. And then, like I said, and then all of a sudden it's over in a flash, four years goes by. And now I think ready and confident to really, really do some great things. How have you contributed to your school community and education in Hamilton? Back in 1996, I got involved with my parents, or sorry, with my children in the schools. Uh, volunteering within the schools, and then uh, getting in, sitting on school councils. I sat on school councils for probably close to 15 years. I co-chaired school councils, both elementary and secondary, for 10 years. And I also, in 2008, when the Hamilton Wentworth District School Board announced that they were going, our schools were full, so they were going to be shipping kids down into Hamilton, I was part of the Water Down Education Group, which was made up of parent council representatives. And we worked hand-in-hand hand with the school board and the, and the municipal government to get funding for an expansion and new schools. I joined the Parent Involvement Committee at the school board, sat on that for a number of years. And in 2008, I um, launched Healthy Community, Healthy Youth, which is a community-led initiative supporting positive youth development. Had an office in the high school and worked closely with our school boards and partners to, uh, around positive youth development. Because you're the only candidate in your ward that's doing the interview, I can go a little off script here, because most of the script is designed for Kit Parison. And note, you would have served as school council chair when Reg Woodward was still on the public board. Yes, yes. And so you've learned from one of the best, and I've been waiting for an opportunity to give Reg a shout-out somewhere in these podcasts because he did a great job of mentoring me as a teenager. Oh, good. Okay. So Awesome. There's always been good leadership out of Flamborough on the Hamilton-Wentworth District School Board. Well, and, and Karen Turkstra was a, an inspiration, and, and, she, and we worked closely with her through that. So, again, 
strong leadership in Flamborough for sure. What are your priorities for improving public education in Hamilton? Well, I think there's two big areas that we need to focus on. And one is guidance. And one is mental health. And guidance, we actually worked with student trustees to kind of, they, our student trustees worked with other student trustees from other boards to kind of determine what are the two biggest barriers for them and their biggest challenges. And one was lack of guidance counselors and the transition. We, we spent a lot of time around the transition from elementary to secondary. We spend very little transition from secondary into post-secondary or trades or work and preparing our children better for that. This comes up in the dropout rates in, in post-secondary, in the number of kids you know not making it, the number of kids changing programs. So we really need to do a better job preparing them for the future and for careers. And the other is around mental health. And it's a huge issue in our schools, you know, from depression, anxiety, bullying, and, and everything that goes around that. We can have the best education system in the world, but if our kids aren't healthy, and it's not landing. So we have to make sure that our kids are healthy and have access to the, the tools and resources they need. What three skills have you demonstrated that make you the best choice to represent Hamiltonians on the school board? So I have a background in leadership and leadership development. I also have strong interpersonal skills. So I work with a team and I value the importance of a team and I value the importance of collaboration. And I have strong listening skills and communication skills, which is two-way listening and, and speaking. But um, I believe in being open and transparent in communication and making sure that I am a good listener. Since 1997, many have reasonably argued that school board trustees merely exist to provide someone for local parents to blame for provincial decisions. Do you agree or disagree with this? Why or why not? So obviously I disagree or I wouldn't be running. I could probably find better things to do with my time. And, you know, being my first term, I think, showed me the value of a trustee and the important role they play. And on two fronts, one is to be um, an advocate and to be somebody that parents can call and talk to and complain to, or, you know, many are frustrated, many want action, sometimes they just want to be heard. So it's important to be that link. And also, I make sure that I connect them to people who can give them answers and that their answers or that their questions are answered. And that if not, finding out why. Why are they not receiving what they need? Or why is their child not getting what they need? Or why have they not got the communication they need? And so when I talk to parents, I learn a lot. I learn a lot about how our board is perceived and how our board functions. So on the other hand, we as a board of trustees, we act as a board of governors. And I, and I like to say that, you know, similar to the city councillors overseeing the city, we oversee students. Our, our young people are our sole responsibility and we have to ensure that they get the best education. As a board of uh, trustees, we determine strategic directions and we also hire the director of education. And so uh, from the director of education, we demand accountability 
And that accountability he demands then in turn of his staff. So that accountability comes back up through the through the Board of Trustees. What two changes do you wish to achieve in your four-year term on the board? I wish to achieve, as I sort of alluded to in one of the former questions, is improved guidance in our schools. And I also want to see improved mental health supports and resources for our students. It's 2022. The public record is writing an assessment of your performance during the past four years. What three words do you hope we will use to describe your term on the school board? If I was to put those three words into a phrase, I hope it would be that I walked the talk and that that I accomplished what I set out to accomplish and that I allowed myself to be held accountable for those decisions, that I was transparent and honest, that I didn't make promises that I couldn't keep, and that I reflected, the, I guess, the needs and values of, of our community. Politics is the art of allocating limited resources and compromising to find solutions. How will you manage a staff recommendation to close a school in Ward 15, which staff states will enable the board to provide a better quality of education citywide? So as you probably know, Joey, we've gone through this and gone through this and changed the look of, at first they were called ARCs and then PARs. And the first thing that we did as a new board of trustees was make sure that there was more feedback. There was more that we, communities and parents and, and councils had an opportunity to make recommendations and that their voices were heard. That's something that we changed right away and, and to make sure there was a more time for those kind of recommendations to come back. More consultation, I guess it's the, sorry, the word I'm looking for is we made sure that there was greater consultation happening. And we also, when staff recommends, it's making sure that they have looked at all the options and we have challenged them on that. And the last four years, we've always, we've started to look outside the box. So not just saying, okay, you know what, these two schools, we need to, you know, we need to close one, keep the other one open, which one? It's, are we looking at hubs? Are we looking at other opportunities? What else is there? So it's getting into the community and seeing what are the other options. And, and we're looking at that with SJAM right now. We're looking at that with Greensville, with Beverly. There are opportunities now to do things that we haven't done in the past, and that is to create these hubs. So I think that's you know a way of saving maybe a smaller school in the community because I think it's important to keep kids in their community. The school board's relationship with Hamilton City Council has had its ups and its downs. How will you work with City Council during the next four years? We are lucky, I, oh, lucky, but in Ward 15 is that we've had a good relationship with our city councillor. It's, you know, in fact, when I became a trustee or was running for trustee, I was told by other trustees that we kind of have set the bar on those relationships. We work very closely with our councillor. I meet regularly with her to discuss school issues, problems, opportunities. I meet with MPP at the time, Ted McMeekin. I'm meeting next week with Donna Skelly, and I meet with David Sweet because it's important. Again, it goes back to that team. And, and also in the first term, one of the things that we did establish was a city board liaison committee. 
And that's been very effective. And it's a way of sharing and talking about, you know, what we're, what we can reveal and what we are looking at with our sites and what's going on and where there's some shared opportunities. So we've come a long way. We, we hired uh, heading up our facilities. We have a fantastic team now and they have worked very closely with the city to align. And so right now, you know, we have a, we have a really good relationship with the city. Thank you. That's the end of the prepared questions you were sent in advance. Do you have any closing remarks that you wish to share? I think just uh, probably going back to priorities. And I was talking about building on the, the first term and building on the first term. And we set priorities. We set five priorities. And it's important now to stay on track with those priorities and build on them. The other thing is that Flamborough needs a new school. We need a new school that we need that within the next four years. So, I mean, that is going to be a big priority for us. And when we look at those five priorities we set, again, we set those using extensive consultation and making sure that there was smart goals, specific goals, right? And not just wording. I think when we came in, and we looked at some of the, the strategic direction, it was we needed to tighten it up and we needed to set goals. So I'm looking forward to, again, holding the board accountable for these things and for continuing to work. We've, we've set up, again, in the past four years under hiring the new director, Manny Figueredo. He's put in place a dynamic team at the board, and, and I think it's going to be a fabulous next four years. Thank you for joining us today. I wish to thank the Dundas branch of the Hamilton Public Library for the use of their digital media lab where we recorded this podcast. This has been episode 48 of the Public Records, the 155 podcast. The Public Record is Hamilton's local, independent, reader-funded news outlet. This podcast is made possible by members of the Public Records Press Club. Visit thepublicrecord.ca to learn more and listen to all episodes of the 155 podcast. Sign up for our newsletter and stay informed. The Public Record is a member of the National News Media Council, a voluntary self-regulatory organization that deals with journalistic practices and ethical behavior. To learn more about the Media Council, visit the Media Council at mediacouncil.ca. Thank you for listening. See you at the polls on October 22nd.